Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to That's Life Podcast. I'm so happy to be with you today and to be talking with you. And if you don't know who I am, yo, it's your girl, Abby Murphy, on the mic here today. You heard it in the intro, but sometimes I just like to reiterate it again. Back in the day, before there were multiple seasons of this podcast, I had to do all of the hard labor of introducing myself and doing it all myself. And that's how we did things back in the day before there were like shortcuts to technology. And we really had to put in that hard work as podcasters, me and the the podcast community. Um, I had to reintroduce myself every single time. And by golly, I am just in the habit of doing it now. So for old time's sake, hi, I'm Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I can do it all in one breath now. And for that, I am grateful. I have a lot to update you guys on, and I couldn't really decide on one podcast concept or like idea that I wanted to do because there's just literally so much on my heart and my brain right now. And so I feel like I did one of these a couple while, like a couple, what the grammar, a couple while, a couple of mo. A, a little while, a couple of podcasts. Oh my gosh, why did that take me forever? See, I've got a lot on my brain. A couple of podcast episodes ago, um, I did one like a brain dump kind of thing. Um, but this one's going to be a little bit of like a different brain dump because it's not just me like rambling on and like whatever. I mean, it is. I always ramble. It's a podcast. I got to talk for like 45 minutes. But I, I, I have been experiencing some really spiritual christ-driven things lately and like jesus has been talking to me on a level that like i've i haven't heard before and i've really like come to this realization in my walk with christ that i have been really bad (laughs) um and i want to open that up with you guys and share that with you in case you too have struggled or are going through some similar things that I'm going through right now. Um, There are seasons of our life where we are thriving and everything's great and I definitely have just come out of one of those seasons. Um, And right now I know there is some some warfare going on and I really want to be open with you guys in the moment while it is happening. Um, There's beauty and importance in talking about hard times after you've overcome them because you know, it might be too much of a touchy subject or too soon for you to really know how you feel about things or how you're navigating things while you're in the moment. Um, But I've dealt with these things before in my younger years. And so I really want to pull from those times and, and, and be able to share going on the journey while I'm on the journey with you guys because I haven't really been able to do that as much in the past but I feel like as I get older and wiser and more experienced in life like might as well use those tools that um, God has trained me from gathering in in previous trials and tribulations and use it now to help benefit his kingdom bring us Christ believers closer together and by God Golly, why am I saying by golly? I don't, I 
don't say that, I don't think. But anyways, all I was going to say was, I'm really using a lot of Christian terms right now, but I'm also using a lot of not whatever I'm saying. I don't know. My vocabulary is changing today. Also, my voice is really low. Does anybody else notice it? If you're a new listener, I don't think my voice is usually this low. I haven't really been getting, oh, as I yawn, I haven't really been getting a lot of sleep and that was perfect timing. If you're a new listener, every once in a while, I like to throw in a little game here and there. I usually will do a life update, but I feel like this whole podcast is going to be a life update. And so I thought, let's go ahead and start with something fun because I don't know how deep this is going to go, but I'm going to share it all because I just love talking and I just love sharing and Jesus is good and God is good and I'm going to tell you why. Um, But first, we're going to start with a game and this is like absolutely... (laughs) no correlation with what I'm going to be talking about today, but we're going to play the hot take game. I've played this a couple times before, but basically I read hot takes that I've haven't seen. Like this is the first time I'm reading them and I'll tell you if I agree with them or not. Um, does my opinion or should my opinion matter to you? No, but is it fun to listen to? Yeah, it's a good little icebreaker. You too should answer these. If you're with a friend, answer them with your friend. Pause the video before, uh, or pause the podcast, like before you answer your question, see if ours line up. Let's make this, let's make this a fun little interactive game for the potty people. Um, oh yeah. Also, if you're new, we're the potty people. Like party people, but we're the potty people. We're for lifers. There are multiple names out here, you guys. And we just, we have them all. We have many coats and we wear them all. If you're a for lifer, you can do a lot of different things. That's just how it is. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. And that is Christianity 101. All right. We're moving on. Hot take number one from ahaslides.com. Very credible. Apple products are overpriced and overhyped. Mm, I would I would agree, but let me explain. I think they're overpriced and they're, I think everything in this world is overpriced. So, and that's like a very general, okay, maybe not everything, but like you go to the dollar store and there's nothing for a dollar anymore. It's like, all above a dollar. I mean, I'm getting hair ties for like six bucks. It's a hair tie. Like what? I'm so sorry, but I do not want to pay six dollars for like five hair ties. Absolutely not. So everything is overpriced. And is Apple overhyped? 100%. However, they are ruling the technology world and I will not go to any other technological brand because of a couple of reasons. Number one, everybody has an Apple and it's not a thing of like, oh, everybody has it. So I want it. No, like, like all of the like brands of technology all like connect together. So like it's, if you're in a group chat with someone and then someone has an Android, like you can't send certain pictures, you can't send certain videos and it kind of like messes up the whole thing. Like if everybody has an Apple iPhone, then all the phones operate the same all the links will work the same. All the videos will work the same. Like everything just is smoother if everyone has the same kind of brand of phone. Number two, they look the prettiest. And you can't tell me they don't. They have good colors. They're durable. They are smooth. They look fine. Apple phones are great, I think. I mean, do I really even want a phone at this point? No, I want to go off the grid. However, Apple like AirPods, oh my gosh, I 
I can't. I've never had a pair of AirPods that they both work at the same time. They can connect to my phone. Like I have a pair of new AirPods that have been sitting in my room for two years because I can't get them to connect to my phone. I've never once been able to get them to connect to my phone except for like the first time I use them. I struggle so much with Apple AirPods. That is overhyped. Overhyped computers and stuff. I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. I just get an app. I just, an Apple is my default. I'm sorry. Number two, Teslas are cool, but impractical for most people. I would agree. I've been in a couple Teslas back in my day. I would say they're really cool. They're cool to like sit in if you um, have to like commute or something, or you get stuck in traffic a lot. I don't know. Or you just like to spend time in your car. They're cool for like that reason. They've got this big screen. You can play games. You can put a fireplace on it. Like, they're nice. They look really nice, but yeah, they're kind of impractical. I mean, like you have to charge the car and sit in the car for like 30 minutes. And I just don't want to sit in my car. Uh oh. It is currently 8.30 in the morning, but I wake up early, so I don't know why I'm yawning, but I'm going to leave it in because it shows personality. I don't want to sit in my car to wait for it to charge. I like quick in, out, get it out of here. It is more environmentally friendly though, question mark. I don't know much about cars, but I feel like that's true. Number three, Starbucks coffee tastes like water. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I never really drink Starbucks though. I'm, I'm not like most girls. I don't drink Starbucks. My go-to right now for fast, quick coffee is Seven Brew. Love seven brew. I get the um, sugar-free German chocolate, but I make it my own because they put so much milk in it, and I like it with a little bit less of milk. So my go-to order is a medium co- cold brew, a medium cold brew with sugar-free. Oh shoot, what is it? Sugar-free caramel, sugar-free chocolate, and sugar-free coconut, and like, I think I, I, it's like two scoops of almond milk. They do it by like scoops. So I think I do two scoops of almond milk and I put it all in there. Oh my gosh. Get light iced because they fill up the entire thing with ice. And so sometimes you don't always get a lot, but oh my gosh, seven brew is just so sweet. So like when I want a sweet coffee, mm, if I don't want a sweet coffee, I go to just like a local coffee shop in whatever town I'm in because I'll just sit and just take my time. Number four, Netflix's good content has been in decline for years. Okay, well, I have to think because Netflix didn't start doing original series until the first like original series I remember is Stranger Things. I loved Stranger Things. However, each, I like my, on best to worst season, I would say one, three, two. Two and four are tied for last. I didn't like two or four. I didn't like the latest season. It was way too gory, a little demonic. I'm invested in the plot line, but like if it keeps going in the route that it's going, like I don't want to be filling my mind with that. The first season was so good. It was like Goonies and like old timey and super fun. Honestly though, like I like the, I like some of the new stuff. Like I like Wednesday. I like Umbrella Academy. I don't know how new that is. I like, I just watch Outer Banks because it, there's hype. It's mediocre. Sorry if that offends anyone. I don't know. I feel like it's always been the same. I wouldn't agree with that one. I would just say it's always kind of been okay. 
They have some good hit shows, though. They have some good movies, but that's a topic for another time. Um, next one. Nike shoes fall apart too quickly for the price. I don't know. I have some blazers that are still intact from, like, my sophomore year. That's been, like, five years, and I wear them a lot. I wear them to the gym, like, I don't know. I don't really wear Nike shoes. I wear Brooks. I just wear Brooks all the time, so I I can't answer this one. I would I guess, I don't know. Um, number eight, eight. Oh, I've been skipping some, so I'm not going to say numbers anymore. Gucci's designs have gotten wacky and lost their appeal. I don't know. I don't really care about designer stuff. Next, McDonald's fries are way better than Burger King's. Fun fact, I've never had Burger King, but I will say McDonald's fries. If you love a shoestring fry, I think that's the best kind of fry. I don't like skinny fries. I need a big hunk of potato. I'm sorry, but if I'm going to be eating a potato, I need to taste potato. Sue me. I do think sweet potato fries are better than regular salted fries. And I think crinkle cut fries are better than the long like strip fries. And I think wedges are better than crinkle cut. So maybe just give me a potato. I don't even know if I should eat fries. Um, that, oh, that was all like technology. Oh, brand hot takes. Oh my gosh. There's like categories. There's animals. Dogs get more attention and admiration than they deserve. Absolutely not. Dogs deserve the world. And I love dogs. Entertainment. The Kardashian show is actually entertaining and should produce more seasons. Okay. Let me touch on this and then I'll wrap it up. I watch, Audrey and I started watch, if you don't know Audrey, she's done a couple of episodes. If you're up for lifer, you should know Audrey. We know, we know Audrey, we love her, but she's my BFF. Anyways, I, we started watching the Kardashians. We just like put it on because we wanted to start a show. It was actually so entertaining and it's not like gossipy and it's not like super drama filled. I mean, there's obviously like some drama, but it's really not like toxic drama like toxic reality show trash tv like it's kind of just funny like you just see how they live their lives and it's it reminds me of like reality version of full house but like make their problems like kardashian kind of problems like oh my makeup line is whatever blah 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 or like like not like I hate saying real problems because they're real problems for them but they're just at such different level of society that like the average liver of life can't relate because they don't have like that those same problems like like the the show talks about like them getting robbed well I mean okay not saying normal people can't get robbed but like these celebrities have their entire lives out and every and so it's a lot of struggle of like people judging them for all of these things because that's their business is putting their lives out there I don't know it's it's I find it interesting I find it interesting Okay, anyways, I'm done. That's not the point of this podcast. Um, I could go on and on. Maybe I'll do like a bonus episode and just like keep reading these and I don't know. But anyways, okay, I'm going to open this up in prayer and then I'm going to get into everything and just word dump and we are going to talk through it together with me saying all the words and you having hopefully your headphones in or listening to this in the car and um, hopefully you haven't clicked out yet, but if you've made it this far. I love you. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I invite you into this space. I ask for wisdom in this conversation. 
Um, I ask that you guide my words. I ask that this stays centered on you. Um, I know I have a tendency to just kind of go and think, not think before I speak. Um, give me stillness and peace to find you before saying the words that I need to say. And please fill the space um, outwardly and inside of my heart, inside of my mouth, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean, God. Just speak your words through me. Um, that I worded that weird, but it's okay. I gave you a little giggle, Jesus. So there's that. Um, I love you, plain and simple. I love you so much. And I thank you that I get to do this right now. I've been able to do this and I uh, pray that you bless this podcast, bless this conversation and bless the listener. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat for this one because we're going to be here for a little while. So I'm going to date this timeline. I'm going to give you the timeline of everything. Um, I'm going to date the timeline from my podcast about temptation. So if you haven't listened to the temptation podcast, I really encourage you to go listen to it. Um, that was a couple weeks after Texas when I filmed that. After leaving Texas, coming back home. If you don't know the, the plot, basically, this is a brief synopsis. I went to Texas to do a show called His Story of the Musical. You can hear all the podcasts about it. Um, the show ended abruptly. I came back home and now I'm here and then I'm leaving for college in a couple of weeks. So there's that. Brief overview points. I'm really struggling thinking about going back to college. It's making me really sad to leave. Um, I have found a great community. Re, I guess re, not revamped, like rejuvenated the community I once had in Bowling Green. So it's nice to have that comfort. Um, and I'm feeling a little lost on all areas of the spectrum. But anyways, going back to the Temptation podcast. So that podcast kind of like spurred kind of like a spark in me to be like, Abby, where are you in your life right now? Like, what are your priorities? Because plain and simple, y'all, like, I'm gonna just stop sugarcoating everything. Like, and I'm really gonna just open up the floor. And I, I don't know how much of this I tapped into at the Temptations podcast, but I, I had to be careful of my word choice because it was, number one, still fresh, but number two, involves people who I know. And I love sharing things on the podcast, but like to a point where it gets other people involved, I can't break that trust or that boundary. Um, but I came back from Texas and, you know, I, I had a breakup in Texas and <laughs> I guess I'm just going to say it all, but I, it was a long it was a long two years to spend with someone and to finally just have it end. I had a lot of feelings and I was upset for a while and then got over that and had this, I've never felt it before, um, but it was just this sense of like, I can go do whatever I want, be with whoever I want go do all these things I've never done before because I don't have anyone holding me back. 
And that's a scary place to be in if you're thinking, if you're saying those statements with an ill heart, which I was. Um, Because you could take those statements and apply it to like going on ministry or going to spread the word or going to serve here, this, that, and the other. But I was saying those statements in the way of like, I can steer away from my morals because when I'm in a relationship, I want to be good for the other person, but it's been so long since I've been alone that I didn't really find it important to be good for myself or for the father because I, I'm in constant relationship with him, but the relationship that I had was so broken. That's all I could focus on. The relationship that I had ended was so broken. Um, that had ended. I I don't want to get into specifics. It was whatever. Anyways. So that's where I was in Texas. And I kind of just did stuff without thinking. And I will say through all of this, I still remained so invested in my in my faith life with my heart. And I knew I felt connected and I knew I could hear from the Lord. And I don't want to ever discredit like anything that I said on the podcast of being like, oh, well, she was, she was going through stuff. So like none of that matters. Like, no, I mean, I, I still am very confident in the videos that I post during all seasons of my life that like, I'm not going to post something if I don't feel like it's God ordained. Um, I'm very proud of the fact that I start each podcast before in prayer pray during the podcast, pray over the podcast, read my Bible. Like these are faith filled things. I don't ever want that to be twisted. But there's also this part of me that was running from the fact that I knew that I was doing something wrong and yet I didn't want to face it because I just wanted to see how long I could get away with it. Meaning not thinking before I did things. There wasn't anything. And I think, I think when you find yourself in this place, it's a scary place to be because there wasn't anything that I was doing that didn't align with my morals. There wasn't anything that I was doing that I felt convicted and wrong about, but I was doing things that I knew weren't beneficial for me and could lead me to that place and ultimately did. So then when I came back home, I got myself in a situation where I kind of just let life get the best of me and kind of was just like, I've never been able to just slack off and be not a faithful woman of God. And I pains me to even think that I thought that but I have to share it because it's not fair if I sit here behind a screen behind a microphone and try to form connections and be honest with people that are listening and not share the parts that are scary to share but like that was the thought that I had was like I and it's a prideful thought to have it's not even a true thought like I'm not perfect 
I am not perfect and I don't have it figured out and I don't do it right every day. But for some reason, there was this thought that was like, you do all the Christian things all the time and for once just don't. And I know that is not of the Lord, but I had become so far from filling my mind with what it needed that I didn't feel like it was wrong. I had become so far from, and again, like this isn't, this isn't a look of like, oh, I'm starting to like wear dark clothes and I'm moping around and I'm super sad all the time. Like I was loving life and talking about Jesus and sharing and it was genuine. I genuinely have never not loved the father and genuinely have never not loved sharing him. But there were those moments where I would fall into that thought pattern. And the more you fall into it, the more you think about it, the more you think about it, the more you have to fight this internal battle until finally you either have enough energy to turn away from it or you have just enough energy to just go for it to like try to I don't know it was like I, I was telling myself like just just try to get it over with like I don't know is this making sense <laughs> and so it came to a point where this was like literally two weeks of this just like internal struggle of me trying to dip one foot in the pool of faith and like a pinky toe on the battlefield where I knew I shouldn't be. And finally, God was like, what are you doing? And I was in prayer and I was like, God, like, show me, show me the way, show me the way. And he was, but I didn't want to listen. And I had this gut feeling deep down. And yet I kept making up excuses in my brain of, well, what I'm doing is okay. And what I'm doing is okay. What I, what I was doing was okay. There was nothing wrong that I did did that I feel uncomfortable about except for the fact that I was feeling convicted and wasn't listening to it because I had set these standards for myself in life of like this is the line I'll cross this is the line I won't cross and I never crossed any line that I said I wouldn't cross however I was still feeling convicted and so it's kind of a thing that I was like, well, but I'm obeying the rules. So like, it doesn't matter. It matters. Like there are just different seasons of life where you're going to have to put on the restraints a little bit more. And I just didn't want to accept that fact. But like, I'm coming from a state of being heartbroken and not knowing how to be alone. So obviously things are going to be different and restraints are going to have to change and guidelines are going to have to alter because I formed these guidelines from a woman in a relationship and now I'm a woman not in a relationship. So that's enough relationship talk. But that's kind of where I came with that. So so finally I I 
sat down with God and I was like, like receive me again, rewire me, allow me to come back to you. And he was like, I never left. And I was like, well, thanks. And that was like a month ago. And this like whole thing was literally just a period of like two weeks of just me trying to figure out life and like what was going on. Deep breath. Anyways, so if you are struggling with Mm. feeling okay that you're getting by with doing things that you morally align with and staying on that Christian route. However, there's just something telling you you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. This is your sign that you should not be doing it. Even if it's something that you're quote-unquote okay with doing, like, For example, like, if you are okay with drinking, you know, not, like, getting drunk or whatever, but, like, you know, you're okay with drinking, you know, you're above 20, you're, like, 23 having a glass of wine, and then for some reason you just start getting that gut feeling of, like, I shouldn't be doing this anymore, I shouldn't be doing this anymore, but you're telling yourself, like, but it's literally just a glass of wine, like, it doesn't matter... That's what I'm talking about. Like, just don't do it. If you're feeling convicted about it, just don't do it. Because I wish I would have listened because I felt so far that I I felt like I had to start over. And this was only a period of two weeks and and you can get so far in such a short amount of time. And I did. And, And I'm so grateful that I'm not where I was for those two weeks. But I'm, it's been, it's weird because life feels like it's on a decline and my spiritual life feels like it's on an uphill battle or on an uphill chart. You get it. They're going in opposition, people. They're going in opposition. So anyways, so I kind of just cut out the parts of my life that I knew I didn't need there. Clogging my brain, even if they weren't, you know, awful and they were still like Christian Christian okay things Christian you can get by with that kind of things like I don't want to just get by with something like I want to give my all for my creator like if I can't give my all to the to the creator of the universe who chose me who perfectly intricately wired me if I can't give him my all what am I doing? Like, I should be begging him to allow me to give him my all. And yet he just freely gives it. Like, he just freely allows me to come to him with all of my brokenness. And with all of my dumb human desires and all of my faulty ways and all of the rotten parts of my heart and brain that want to sin and, and want to fall into temptation and He allows me to come as I am and he allows me to come back when I mess up and get confused and stray. It 
it's never too late to come back. I don't have it all figured out. Like, I don't. And it's, it's tough. It's tough to be open about it because it's like, it sounds a lot worse than it is me saying these things. But then I'm like, well, does it really? Because if saying these things out loud sound worse than me saying them in my head, I'm saying the same things, but putting it out there makes it more real. Like, oh, I am human. Oh, I'm not this perfect Christian girl that I wish I was. I'm broken and I'm sinful and even when I'm saved and even when I have dedicated my entire life, my entire identity to Jesus, like there's still going to be those times where I turn away and have to realize like, girl, what are you doing? Realign yourself, get back on the path. Like that's never going to stop no matter how old I get. However, the more I learn, the more I'll realize the voice of God versus the voice of the enemy and the quicker reaction time I'll have to be able to cut that off. And this isn't, I don't want this this to be twisted of like, like, oh, like allow yourself to hear the enemy. So you can like, no, like I don't, I don't want people to think that, but I'm just saying it's inevitable that we're going to sin. It's inevitable that we're going to want to do these things or have temptations like the devil is is on the prowl around us but the holy spirit is in us is literally living in us like something can't get in unless you let it and i'm letting the holy spirit in doors wide open because the devil, he can't, he can't have it. He can go do whatever he needs to go do. He can go sit by wherever he needs to go sit and have his little fire time. But I'm going to be with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be storing treasures up in heaven. I'm going to be imagining what heaven is like. I'm going to be praying in my word, getting to know the voice of God. And so that's kind of what I've been experiencing since I had to repent and come back to Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm, I'm sorry for being a sinner. And just like that, he said, I forgive you. Let's start over. Let's pick up where we left off. Let's get back into it. And boy, have I been so confused yet so guided and so clear. So confused in choices and where I should go in life and what I should do in life, but so clear on the, on the reason why I'm doing it, on the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing with my life. And everything I want to do, I want to do it for the Lord. And he used a small period in my life where I lost sight of that because of human emotions, because I let human emotions get in the way, but he he used it to show me and to help me see the importance even more of having to walk with Christ and not just to walk with Christ, but like being in love with him. 
being in love, like full infatuation, like having him take over. Like, I just want him to just be my everything. And he is, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it into words of like how broken I am and how like I just keep getting it all wrong and trying to get it all right but that's the point is that I can't I never will be enough to amount to to what he sacrificed there's never going to be something that equals that and that's the point is that he's just so gracious that I'm so sinful and yet he sent his son he sent his son to give his life because of my rotten heart and I'm prideful and I (laughs) allow myself to feel good about putting out these podcasts or telling people about Jesus and the point is not to feel good the point is to do what we're supposed to do as Christians and there are opportunities presenting themselves in my life right now that I don't really know which direction to go And I'm like, God, like, which one is best for me? Which one is best for me? And he, he tugged at my heart and he was like, stop being so selfish. Stop thinking about what is best for you and start thinking about what is best for the kingdom. It's not about you, Abby. It's not about you. So easily we get caught up in this web of you know, what, what's my goal in life? What's my calling in life? Like, these are all great questions to have and all great things to have. But like, I'm in a place in my life right now, where so much is changing. And, and I'm changing and learning and growing and dealing with emotions I've never had to deal before and seeing what my tendencies are, and seeing where I go to. It's not what I should be figuring out right now, what is best for me. What I should be figuring out right now is how can I serve the Lord the best? Where can I be poured into so that I can pour out? Because right now my cup is empty. And it's, I know it's empty because I'm struggling to admit that. I know I'm prideful and I'm too confident because I'm struggling to admit that I don't have it all together right now. I don't. And even in admitting that you're struggling, I feel like even social media plays into this, but like we glamorize the struggle and glamorize this idea of like needing help from other people. And and there's so much beauty in being open about how you feel and being open about your struggles and asking people for advice and being open in your community about what you're struggling with. 
but I'm almost, I feel like I'm almost trying to like glamorize it in the fact of like, this is my, this is my season of struggle and this is my season of, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? That's not where the focus should be. If I am truly in a season of struggle, yeah, ask for advice, try to get out of it, blah, 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 blah. But like, am I so self-centered that that is why I'm going to the father? I should be going to the father because I'm in love with him. I'm, I'm in awe of him. I want to worship him and that should be enough. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to go to the father because only because I'm struggling. Now don't hear what I'm not saying. Go to him for everything. He doesn't only want you when you're good. He doesn't only want your praises. He desires a relationship with you. He desires to know your heart. He wants to hear the bad. He wants to hear the good. He wants to hear it all. He wants you as you come and as you are. But I am realizing for myself of like, have I let the struggle go too far in the fact that I'm forgetting how good he is? Am I letting the struggle take over my prayers and just only asking him what's best for me and only asking him what his plan is for my life without thanking him for what he's provided for me throughout that whole day? Do I sit down at my prayers at night and ask him what my future holds? Yes. But do I thank him for what today brought me no not meaningfully equal or more to when I'm asking him what my struggles are so I think my focus moving forward is like praise first realize he does have it planned and if it's not something I can see yet ask for that guidance, bring him my sorrow, bring him my struggles, but don't lose sight of the fact of how good he is. I don't know what I would categorize this podcast into. I don't know what I really said, honestly, I'm a bit confused with everything I put. This is probably one of the most open podcasts I've done yet. This summer's brought a lot of change. This summer's brought a lot of confusion. This summer's brought so much joy. When I went to Texas, I felt like everything was so right. And it was. I was pursuing my passion. The show was about Jesus. I was connected. I had community there. I had a wonderful church family there. And then it ended so fast and my brain couldn't keep up. So my resort was just to go to where I thought I felt comforted. And then when that comfort brought conviction, I just tried to look the other way and avoid it for as much as as possible. I tried to avoid the confrontation as much as possible. Because if I can't hear what's wrong and what's right, then I can just keep living with the blinders on. But I don't want to just 
get by in life. I want to live life for a higher purpose. I want to live life to benefit the kingdom. I need to. I have to. That's my goal. That's my that's my job. And when that realization hit, all these different opportunities started presenting themselves themselves whatever the correct grammar usage for that would be. And I'm a bit lost. I'm a little bit lost. And I think that's okay. Because I need to be lost so that I can be found. Because if I have it figured out, why would I need him? I need him always. But I'm not my own God, so I need to stop answering questions only he can answer. And I'm obviously not perfect, and I'm obviously stumbling and falling. And I stay connected with him through it all. And I truly, truly have always given my all to Jesus, even in these in these seasons of of sin. Which is an odd concept to think because like you can't chase sin and chase God. So it's more of like a, a tug of war and, and warfare. But there's going to be a time where you're like, my energy for tug of war is running out. <laughs> and you've got to choose. And luckily, I'm grounded in a foundation that is so firm, it will not stumble. And I knew my father wants me always with open arms to run to him. With childlike faith, and with a childlike mind of just not having anything figured out. And I think that's okay. The verse on my heart is a quote-unquote stereotypical Christian verse, one of the popular ones, but I feel like sometimes some of these popular verses get a, a bad rap because people, including myself, have been like, oh, the classic Christian verses, like, that I kind of not take the meaning out of them, but, you know, we hear them a lot, so they they don't, like, it's like, it's like listening to like an underground artist on Spotify and being like, oh, this song is so good compared to like a really popular song that can also be just as equally good, but it's played a lot. So it kind of, you know, it loses its umph. But Jeremiah 29 11 is really hitting today. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. He's got it planned. We've just got to chase him. We've just got to walk alongside him. We've just got to give him our all. If this is your wake-up call or your reminder that you needed, if you're feeling that gut, that conscience, that tug on your heart, that tug in, inside of you, listen to that. Please listen to that. He is so good and he wants you. He wants you. He craves attention with you. He loves you and he's coming back. He's going to come back. And I want to spend eternity with you in heaven. I do. 
We can party it up. Heaven's going to be so fun. You just got to let him in. Because he's there with open arms, but in order for you to hug someone, you've got to open your arms too. And he just wants to wrap his arms around you and lead you where you need to go. And will there be struggles? Yes. If you listen to all 48 minutes of this podcast, like, yeah. Even the people who have the Christian podcasts and seem like they've got it all together don't and that's human we're broken but he's perfect so I'm going to choose to follow him and die to myself every single day I gotta stop because I put out a poll and everyone said they liked the 30 to 45 minute length podcasts and I've officially gone to 50 minutes However, I love you so much. Thanks for listening to my word vomit. You rock. You roll. There's like the tomb rolled after three days of Jesus being. All right, I'm done with the jokes. I love you. Jesus loves you. See you next week. That's life. I wanted to let you guys know that I have a super cool and exciting announcement and partnership with Steadfast and Sustained Bible Journals. I'm so excited to be in partnership with them. If you want to use my code ABBY10 at checkout on their online store, you can. These Bible journals are amazing. There are a couple to choose from. You can go to steadfastandsustain.com. I usually share the link on my Instagram stories. On my Instagram, um, I have a couple of pictures in my feed, but they just have nice, like, cute organizational bullets and like notes and setups for you if you're someone who really thrives off of having like that organizational kind of journal to organize your thoughts this is the perfect option for you there are so many to choose from such cute colors it's like pink beigey like neutral tones but like very feminine and very girly and sweet and like cute little cursive and I don't know it's just very vibey if you want to go see what it looks like go over to steadfast and sustained on Instagram it's just steadfast and sustained again you can use code abby10 write all of your notes from uh listening to sermons writing in your bible doing devotionals maybe you're doing a bible study maybe you're wanting to give someone a gift um you can get 10% off with abby 10 at checkout and then you can get a little bit of a discount if you want to get a journal for your friend a nice cute little pin um yeah go check it out thank you so much for listening to that's life pod you are now a hashtag that's for lifer you are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad that was weird anyways if you want to find out more go on instagram head over to that's life potty p-o-d-d-y because you are not part of the potty people i really need to stop with this joke If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.